Story Kids is an ALNF podcast. We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of country throughout Australia and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging, who have and continue to pass down the important tradition of storytelling. Do you know what time it is? Yes, it's time for Story Kids. Story Kids! Welcome to Story Kids, an ALNF podcast where we talk to young people about their original stories and bring them to life with amazing actors, music and sound. I'm Amelia and this is a special episode brought to you by our friends at Officeworks who are long-term supporters of our work empowering all kids to write their own bright future. Our story comes from Scarlett who lives in New South Wales and who loves surfing, reading and playing the piano. Her story features a young boy, Melodious, who can't be separated from his violin. Will he be able to overcome obstacles in order for his music to soar? We'll hand over to the multi-talented entertainment sensation and friend of the podcast, David Campbell, to find out. Hi, this is David Campbell, and I'm coming to you from Camaragal land, and I would like to acknowledge Elders past, present, and emerging. The story I'm going to read today is Melodious by Scarlett. Perhaps the most beautifully crafted instrument in the history of music making A handsome violin sat in the arms of a dirty-faced boy. His blistered fingers strummed the smooth strings as he hummed along to the tune of family and friendship, a life so different to his own, a life of music he longed to become his. He grew up to be creative and kind. Most of the year, he wore nothing but a singlet, trousers, and a golfer's cap. But when the cool spring breeze came whistling and wailing up from the south, wrapping her long arms around him like an icy towel, he buried himself in brightly coloured blankets. Then he would sit in his armchair, playing his violin into the night. For he couldn't bear to be away from his violin. He loved the melody of the music too much, the feeling of the strings against his fingers and the irresistible beat of the song he was playing. For Melodius was a music boy. Running along the cobblestone streets, Melodius strained his neck to try and see past the grey buildings. Turning onto a bustling corner, a huge crowd stood in the way of the town square, excitedly chirping and chatting like birds on a worm farm. It's time, thought Melodius, once every year, the world-famous band, The Fiddlers, came on tour and played their hits in the town square. Melodius had saved up all his busking money every year, and now he finally had enough to afford tickets to the greatest concert ever. If he could get through the crowd, pushing past person. After person, Melodius began to worry that he wouldn't get to the square in time for the concert. He had been trying to force himself through the crowd for the last hour, but no luck. He forced every ounce of energy into putting one foot in front of the other. After another half hour, he knew he was getting close. He could hear the choirs singing in perfectly pitched melodic voices. Ahead, he could see a break in the crowd. Heart hammering, he sped up and ran as fast as he could in his desperate journey to the stage. 
Suddenly, Melodius broke through the crowd. His heart stopped. A podium had been erected in the square, bursting with blinding lights and housing a dozen smartly suited men in orange tuxedos playing all sorts of instruments. The fiddlers. Melodius had made it. He let his mouth hang and watched in wonder. But the pace of the music began to slow down and quieten until silence reigned upon the awe-struck crowd. It was over. A huge round of applause thundered in the square and the men in tuxedos left the stage. Melodius's stomach dropped. That was it? Uh, he came all this way only to be met with an empty stage? But then he realised it had not been about the amazing band, the greatest concert, the blinding lights and cameras. It was about finding the music, breaking through the crowd when there was only a slither of hope, proving to himself that he could do whatever he put his mind to. Suddenly, that void in his heart was complete. He looked at the stage, smiled, went back to his violin and played the night away. I had a great talk with Scarlett over Zoom about how she uses the seven steps to writing success and how she felt when she found out her story was to be read by none other than David Campbell. Hi, I'm Scarlett and I'm 11 years old. The first question we always ask is where you got your idea for this story. Well, we were at school and we had to write a story. I was using this website called Pobble and there was this image of a boy and a violin, which I really liked. And I also really liked music. So, yeah, I wanted to put it into a story. You know, you're not the first uh, person on the podcast. I think you might be the third or fourth who's been inspired by a Pobble image. Do you use it at school? Yeah. And how does it help you? Um, well, there's lots of inspiring images that can, like, give you ideas for a story. And if kids have never seen Pobble before, how would you describe it? It's very inspiring and it's very helpful because it has, like, story starters and sentence ideas also. And so then how do you go from looking at a picture to making it into a story? What's your process there? We were reading a book called Stormer in class and there was this one really good paragraph and I really liked it. It was sort of like a big backfill, which is like when you explain the background of the story. So I just followed the structure of that and then slowly I wrote other paragraphs around it to create a story. Tell me more about this concept of the backfill because for a lot of our listeners, this will be the first time they've heard of that. So what does that mean to you? At school, we follow the seven steps to success. And the first paragraph is a sizzling start, which hooks the reader in. And the second paragraph is the backfill, which sort of explains the history of it, like explains what's been happening, the setting, the character. Let's talk about this character. Where did he come from? I'm guessing it came sort of from the image of the boy. Yeah. yeah. But how did you fill in the blanks about him? Again, we were reading Stormboy in the paragraph. It describes the boy in a really good way and I used that to sort of create the character and then I just made more about him as the story went on. And do you know anybody like this or were you drawing on any kind of experience you've had with someone like this? Um, not really, but I liked the idea of a character that's really attached to a musical instrument and it's like the only thing in their life. 
Now, there really aren't that many sort of secondary characters in the story, hey? No, but I kind of think of the crowd sort of like a villain or an obstacle that he has to overcome to get there. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that. Well, it's sort of like, it's not really a villain, but it's something that he has to overcome, something that he has to push past to reach his goals, to get to where he wants to be. Because obstacles aren't always villains, are they? Sometimes there's the pressure of time or there's some quest they have to fulfil or there's something physically blocking them. So we often talk about obstacles for character. Did you want that crowd to represent something? Is that obstacle representing Um, something? Yeah, it was sort of like a barrier that's like preventing him from achieving something that he really wants. And when he finally gets past it, he realises what he actually wanted. Which is? Which is to just find the music and realise that he can do whatever he wants to. So if you're going to put Melodius's problem into a sentence, what would you say it is? He wants something, but he doesn't figure out what he actually wants until he can overcome his challenges. Mm-hmm. So the challenges mm-hmm. help to clarify what he really wants in life? Yeah. Were you excited <laughs> that you won the competition? Very. But yeah, it was a big so shock because, nice. like, we were just in class and this one said she had to do a Zoom with me, which was, yeah, and she didn't even tell me what it was until I was on a Zoom with David Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> we loved the way Scarlett was able to use so many storytelling tools from pictures, other stories and the seven steps to success. You can always check out our website at storykids.com.au for all sorts of ways to start and tell stories. We're hard at work bringing you a wonderful season featuring stories from the remote community of Wilcannia, New South Wales, just in time for NAIDOC week. Make sure you subscribe in your podcast app so you can catch each new episode as soon as they drop from the 3rd of July. Story Kids was written and created by me, Amelia Christo, and Verity Hunt-Ballard with the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation. Sound production and theme song are by Paul Rusk. Many thanks to the wonderful David Campbell, our eloquent author, Scarlett, and to all of the children who submitted stories for the Officeworks competition. You're all superstars. We'd especially like to thank the team at Officeworks and their customers for their support. Until next time, thanks for listening. And remember, there are so many ways to be a story kid. Do you know what time?